Welcome to episode four of the Whatever Podcast. I'm Erica. I'm Annabelle. I'm American. I am not, and I forgot there were cameras. There are. There is a camera, which is a perfect so plug sorry. that our video podcast comes out every Tuesday <laughs> following the release of our audio-only podcast. Oh. So thanks. Wow, that was a great segue. You're, You're really welcome. good. You're welcome. That wasn't me being immature giggler. That was me being... Um, really ahead of the game. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Futuristic. Yep. Call driven. her call her Xenon. She's exactly. in the future. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> we have um another packed lineup for you today. It's <laughs> to a good one. About. Um on my list is um Woodpeckers, Bookshelves, Comparison, and Our Roommate. Which <laughs> really is some I feel like it's like a Rorschach test. It's like those ink blots where you show some it to someone and they tell you like psychologically what they think. I think that this list is our Rorschach Rorschach test for people okay and that was for the psychology majors listening all right let's get into it veggie tales veggie tales taught me a variety of life lessons did veggie tales teach you anything um i didn't watch veggie tales as a kid Mm. what did you watch as a kid um a lot of hannah montana no, that's good. I also, I too, watch a lot of Hannah Montana. I watch a lot of, uh, my favorite movie growing up was The Incredibles. Mm. I can tell you don't relate to that. I hate animated <laughs> things. Any cartoon, oh, animation. Gosh. Probably I hate Disney too. Yeah. Um, I th- really wanted to be Violet Incredible. Um, and if you have not seen The Incredibles, probably could you live under a rock? Um she's the one that has force fields and can be invisible and so when i was younger and that movie came out my mom got me an oversized violet incredible shirt and because it was long i could pop my hands into the sleeves and i thought it made me look like my hands disappeared and so i'd walk around just like just pull my hand as fast as i could you were too cool for school and when i got older and none of my family all my family was like you don't look like her you don't even look like her you don't look like her and then when i was like 16 my aunt was like, yeah, man, you really looked like her growing up. We just never wanted to tell you because you were in a really unhealthy spot. And oh. I I, sh- I, think I shed a single tear. And I was like, that would have done so much for my confidence. Why didn't you tell me? I oh looked my like gosh. her. I'm like, she was my idol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my life would be so much different <laughs> if you had just said one time that I looked like her. Oh, <laughs> it was really funny. Child psychology. There's a lot of things into it. Yeah. Those Rorschach tests. <laughs> If you don't know what the Rorschach test is, I, which uh, it's funny, the VeggieTales conversation, I learned that from VeggieTales. It's the ink blots that they show and you have to say like what you think it looks is like. Is it an old woman or is it Three birds. Bird? Yeah. Why yeah. do we both say birds? Speaking of birds. Oh, no. <laughs> I have woodpeckers on my list because I went to take pictures with a friend today of a friend today with a friend. And she had to come get me. We were in a park. She had to come get me. And this older couple was like oh what are you guys looking for what are you looking for and we were like oh um we're just here to take pictures and they were like did you see the woodpeckers <laughs> oh, they thought you were like and we were like what they're like the woodpeckers they're all over the place they're all over the place today like yeah they thought we were nature photographers <laughs> we're like no we're just taking pictures of our friend and they're like, they were pretty disappointed. They were probably so confused. Like, why wouldn't you be taking pictures of these woodpeckers? The woodpeckers are all over the place. Which, and then I've I was never like, seen a woodpecker. I've never seen one either. Just the cartoon. I don't really care to. Uh, 
I don't know. I think if I was a tree, I'd feel differently. I'd definitely not want to see a woodpecker. But as a human being, removed from the situation. I feel like the way things have been going for you this week, if you weren't even a tree, you would just be in you. I think a woodpecker would somehow give some kind of unfortunate and event. And Annabelle just came from my neck. Okay. And Annabelle just exposed that I had the worst way. I will so- say, I will say from the recording of the last podcast that this podcast things did improve it, it didn't prove this is this is a psa to people to be a healing elixir for people <laughs> because i again i cannot emphasize this enough the wars we had in a really long time and my boss and my boss's wife who is like a mentor to me she's the nicest woman in the world but also really like she's sassy and fun too she's not like a pushover or anything she's freaking awesome um she came back and she asked me what was wrong and i talked to her for me 10 minutes and i immediately felt better i just felt understood those people are the best yeah so you guys should be those people because it significantly turned around my week but i will agree and say given the current events of the last, that so, would be just one other thing that happened to me this last week. this morning um i was stood outside my bedroom as <laughs> I spoke with Erica, one of my roommates, and also one of our other roommates. And so three of us are just standing there talking, just talking about school, Which, talking about life. Before you get into that, I will preface that we previously thought that our roommate really thought we were freaking weirdos because every time she would encounter us in that, because we're all out of the house a lot, but every time she would come home from like work or something, we would be like... I'm laying on the kitchen floor and Annabelle's standing on my back trying to crack it or we're having, having a conversation, a really, weird, really conversation. weird conversation about like some hypothetical. Yeah. Out of context probably sounds like, like we're doing witchcraft weird. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't say <laughs> that's kind of a strong statement. I wouldn't say that. Um, we're not talking about that, <laughs> that far end of things, but definitely, definitely just weird. Like, like I referenced our podcast last week and I walked up to Annabelle and I said, Oh, Annabelle, you look so pretty today. Your pink energy is really radiating out of you today. And I know it sounded, I know that sounded weird, man. Well, like, I know it did. This one time I was just laying upside down on my bed, stretching my back because I'd hurt my back lifting. But I was also like trying to pass time. So I was just watching TikTok, but then I was laughing and I was laughing at the fact that I was just hanging upside down laughing. So I started videoing myself and then I just look up and she stood at my door just seeing me video myself upside down laughing. <laughs> or yesterday I'm sitting folding laundry on our second level and um, I didn't know anyone was home. So I'm blasting like dumb music, watching my stupid t- TikToks and her, TikTok. her and her mom walk out the room. Again, I didn't know anyone was home. It was so quiet. And I was like, oh. And her mom's like, oh, are you Erica? I'm like, yep, just sorry. I'm just doing my laundry. I didn't know anyone was home. Like, she caught me doing something, like, horrible. I'm like, oh, just sorry. I didn't know anyone was home. Sorry for me folding my clothes. Like, Honestly, now that I say all of this out loud, we are kind of weird. Yeah, we're freaking weird people. We're so weird. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. So. so anyway, the three of us are just having a conversation. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, this is going so well. We seem so normal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I will say she's not done anything that has made us think that she thinks we're weird or anything. She's no. so, she's dope. She's really the coolest we person in the world. You. We just uh, automatically assumed. Yeah. Um, so then Erica decides, I don't even know if I can say this without laughing. Okay. 
Erica decides to nonchalantly as she is speaking to say. I had an I had an old shoe shelf I was getting rid of, so it was sitting out on the second floor for me to, or the third floor, I'm sorry, for me to take downstairs. So I was sitting on it and I shifted my weight. And like a movie moment, the entire shelf it just collapses under and she just goes, she hits the ground, her legs and arms are in the air. She just, I started dying it, laughing, and then I just keep telling the story I was telling while I'm laying on the ground acted still. like nothing happened. Yeah, because I didn't know I what to do. I just kept talking, and I could not stop laughing. And people falling down is honestly probably one of my favorite things ever. It will forever make me laugh and bring me so much joy more than it should. But that was just, I think the fact that I was consciously thinking like, wow, we seem so normal right now. This is going so well. And then I ruined everything as always. Um, and no. that's how that went. Uh, yeah, no, no, I didn't ruin anything. Sorry. I know you hate when people do that. I'm sorry. I repent. Thank you. And then today <laughs> just, we were like walking back from brunch, which whole nother conversation. Um, but then Erica walks in the house, bends down with her sunglasses on in the dark and smacks her head on another bookshelf. Yeah. I was grabbing a water bottle from the bottom shelf and it was dark because there's no windows on our bottom floor and I had my sunglasses on. But the first thing I say, I come up and I said, I really bonked my noggin on the shelf. She's like, you what? I'm like, I bonked my noggin. We're just, we're just, we're just so freaking weird. This is dumb. Wait, I, whatever, whatever. Um, brunch was an experience. Oh, goodness me. This is a belated animal's birthday. It was a few weeks ago, obviously. But one of her things I left for her in her room was a little, it's like a friendship ticket thing. But it was like. Sweetest thing. Brunch to my favorite place, which is a, it's a cafe inside, um, inside a really nice hotel on Palm, Be- on Palm Beach Island, That's which if you don't say. know. It's like the top whatever percent of the world is on the island, whatever. It's a really nice cafe. You can go in and just get food regardless of whether or not you're staying in the hotel. And so I took her there today. I have, I wouldn't say low expectations. That makes me sound judgmental. But, you know, America. When people hype <laughs> stuff up, it's easier to just have low expectations. Yeah, but not even that. But just like food in general in America is just very much gone like the cheap, easy way. And... Also, I only pay for the cheap, easy way. So like, I can't really speak on behalf of like all American food sucks because I only like, I don't try and go to like where it is actually from like high quality things. But I think I came from like a family in England where we lived in a farm town. So everything we ate was literally like the meat was straight off like a friend's farm and the vegetables like from the local farm, like everything was just so fresh. Then when I first moved to America, I got super sick just from like, literally just eating the food and so just since then i just have like low standards for food i'm like i'm sure it's amazing i'm sure i will enjoy it but i will feel terrible after because it's going to be so processed be a lot of sugar all that kind of stuff this place is another level man this place i ate so much we had so many different kinds of foods and i had the best scones i've ever had which says a lot because i've had a lot of scones in my life they were so hot and they were ready like when you order them they're like okay it'll be 15 minutes to bake them like they make them when you make them to order. Yeah. And they just had so much flavor and the texture was just perfect. The jam. Ugh, everything about it was just exquisite. But then after like we ate everything, I just didn't feel like sick and like that super full gross feeling like, oh, why did I just do that? And I have to live the rest of my day feeling like this. Yeah. I, I just like felt energized and food is supposed to bring you energy. Yeah. And that's what it did. But it was just really great. Um, so how I found out about this place, actually a wild story, but a few weeks ago, I was um, grabbing breakfast at a restaurant downtown 
And when I was leaving, I sat down, um, sat my wallet down on the curb to do something and left it there. And it was gone. And the woman that found, the sweet woman that found my wallet and did not keep for herself and did not steal from me, which is rare. Um, uh, she is the executive pastry chef at this hotel, at this cafe that we went to. And so um, she found me on Instagram and told me she had my wallet to tell me she had my wallet. And uh, I went and obviously saw all her stuff and it just looks so good. So I took um, our other roommate, Jessica, to go and try desserts. And it's like, I'm a huge key lime pie girl. And it was the best key lime pie I ever had in my life. The sorbet is made in house. Everything's fresh, like made in house every single day. And it was just immaculate. And so the first two times I went back, because I went with Jessica, I went with my friends, the sisters, and we went and the lady that you know, found my wallet wasn't there. The two, it was her day off and I went. And then I went for brunch and the and the staff knew me the first two times I went. They were like, oh yeah, you're the girl. Who, I don't know how they knew who I was. They're like, you're the girl whose wallet. I mean, it was a cool connection. No, it, it really was super cool. And so I went for brunch, all new staff. I had not seen, I had not seen any of the staff before. I had not met any of the staff before. I sound like I'm a regular there. Today was my fourth time going. But anyway, I went to have brunch by myself. I had, I had a day off on Monday, much needed. So I went, got the scones and everything. I'm sitting at my table and halfway through my brunch, she comes out, the lady, the the chef. And she's like, hey, they told me you were here. They told me. And I was like, "How? who? who is they? And how do they know what I look like? Because it was all new staff, all of them. Weird. All that to say, she stayed and talked to me for like 10 minutes. Super sweet. She had, had a slow moment, so she was able to come out. And I told her how much I love the key lime pie, all the desserts. It was just so delicious. And I was leaving. And in my like to go bag, because I had some scones left over, she snuck in a slice of the key lime pie because I told uh, her how much I liked it. It was so sweet. If so she sweet. wasn't a nice enough person already returning your wallet, that really just, that lady, hearing things like that, it just kind of inspires you just to kind of go out of your way. Because to her, it Absolutely. probably wasn't a big deal to sneak in a piece of key lime pie. Yeah. But that really meant a lot to you. And I feel like there's so many things we could do in life. Oh, big time. That, don't really like seem like they'd be that difficult for us to do, but could really make someone else's day. Well, I think it's just appreciation for an appreciation for how things work out because like I lost my wallet and I I honestly had resigned to the fact, I feel like things happen in life and despite them seeming negative or even something as simple as losing my wallet, it was frustrating. I was like, at the end of the day, like I replace everything in my wallet and whatever happens, happens, you know, because I can't, I spend a lot of my life worrying about what will happen if something happens and stuff. And I don't know why in this specific situation, I just really let it go. And if I had not lost my wallet, this lady would not have found it. I would not have met her. I would have not, not have known this place existed. And it's literally like a simple, a really simple thing. But I love, like, it brings me so much joy to just go sit and eat there and just have like a moment to like breathe a bit, especially with everything going on right now. But not, I would not have that like a place to go to if that had not happened to me like that negative quote-unquote experience happened to me you know so i don't know it just makes me like think through like you know some things aren't what they are at surface value and you really you really have to write out the process on things because even though it seems like it's terrible really the end result might be something completely different than it's like living out a story you know storytelling i love that the twists and turns um my one of my favorite memories of growing up um, I need to stop preface. See, I feel like I'm really bad at prefacing things because I either, for instance, I had a conversation with my boss like three weeks ago and the way I prefaced the conversation, I made it sound like I was about to tell her, like I quit and I hate her. But in reality, I think I just had to tell her like I was wanting to get lunch or something. I don't know. Something like super not important, but I always, I'm really bad at like perfect 
prefacing what the conversation is going to be. And um, anyway, besides the point. But um, my cousin and I, one time, <laughs> we decided that we were going to get um, YouTube famous. Um, this was probably nice. the second time in my life I thought that. Now I'm going on seven times. Um, I'm convinced that at some point in my life I will be famous. I don't know how. I don't have many talents or gifts, but I will be. I'm just convinced of it. Anyway, so this time we thought we were going to get YouTube famous. And we were going to start a YouTube channel together. And our very first episode, we sat there. We made a whole studio in my room and we talked about all the differences of like America versus England because he lived in, he actively was living in England, but was spending the summer with us in America. And so there was just so many different like culture differences, food differences, um, like language different, like all this stuff. And we just talked about them and just roasted Americans for like 45 minutes straight. And we thought it was the best thing ever. And, and then people got really offended. Yeah, honestly, it was probably only <laughs> our family that watched it anyway. But it was out there for the world to see for a, for a hot second. We okay. didn't get famous, just to clarify. I gotta say... You saw it? No. <laughs> no, but I do have a YouTube channel out there that's really rough. I started it, um, I think, my freshman year of college, and it's rough. Ours wasn't rough. It was amazing. Oh, good. good. You know what? I'm glad you clarified that. Um, no, I was going to say, I'm realizing... Um, thank God I never decided to like run for political office or anything. I read the stuff I wrote back in like 2010, like when I was like like 15 and an idiot or whatever however however old I was and I wrote some very like I was just picking up on words everyone at school was saying but didn't realize just how offensive they were or how mean they were and I like on my time hop now things come up and I mean I'm actively deleting them because they're horrible I'm like why would I say today today's post was Man, I hate when these stupid freshmen come and sit in the back of the bus and ruin the whole seating situation that the seniors have planned out. And someone was like, yeah, that's why we kick them. Like another senior was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, that's when you tell them to blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, that's when you shank them in the face. I didn't know. I didn't know what that meant. I just heard a bunch of kids around school say that. And I had no idea what it meant. And obviously, like, it's a different time than to now. Like, things were way less sensitive then than they that are now. That would be a threat now. If that would be a threat. Oh, that would be a huge threat now. Yeah. And I'm like, how did no one stop? Like, why didn't no one say, like, hey, say you that. probably shouldn't say you're going to shank them in the face. Because the thing is, like, no one talked to me anymore. Like, I didn't have friends. Uh, I'd say that. I had, like, three friends in high school. Like, no, it took yeah. me seriously. But it's just funny, like you say stuff back then like when you're young and you think you know everything and then when you get older and you look back at the stuff you said you're like oh my gosh like why the heck would why would you say that it's crazy i just used to post everything like my (laughs) facebook statuses was also pretty much all typos but be like it's lightning i'm scared or like just literally everything i would post I was like, why did I do this? This is so embarrassing. Mine were like hopeless romantic song lyrics. Like, or like oh. where it used to be like Erica Paul is, or sorry, Erica yes. Sade is. And Feeling you, hungry. <laughs> like you put your thing is crushing hard, is Ooh. thinking about him, dot, 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 dot. Or some Maroon 5 like song lyrics, yes. some Hannah Montana song lyric. It's just crazy. And it's weird because you see like kids now or like high school students now that were like, I feel like so much cooler. I feel like they have it all together. They look yeah. so cool. Their fashion sense is better than mine. Yeah, what the They heck? know how to do makeup. Yeah. They are cool to hang out with. Yeah. All of them. Me? None of those things. Not a single one. Neon, I eye, so neon eyeshadow. 
shirts that were too small, my hair was frizzy, braces, no friends, obnoxious personality. Um, comparison. Yeah. Um, I feel like this week I really noticed just how much like there is just comparison, like in my mind, in the world, just in general. And sometimes it is like on something like deep, like, oh my gosh, this person is so much like prettier than I am or more talented than I am or like a better athlete than I am, like different things like that. Um, But I don't know. I feel like this week I just really, I think I was stuck in my head, like alone too much to like think about it and not to get like too deep and sad, but was just like really struggling with comparison. And so um, I don't know, Erica, do you ever feel whether it's like in your like line of work with um videography or photography or whatever it is like do you like feel like you struggle with comparison in that stuff and then like if so like how do you like I guess handle that and deal with it never I'm just kidding no yeah I'm a girl people compared to me <laughs> yeah no, no no a girl in a creative uh creative industry I feel like it's like the two worst things to be because I feel like girls are just like obsessively com- comparative I don't, I don't know I feel like yeah I feel like it's like one of those the grass is always greener on the other side situations and I feel like we're in a, I mean we're in a culture now where we glorify and I feel like we've we've seen all the blog posts we've seen all the all the videos on how like that we glorify the like the very specific moments in your life like that are highlightable and then all the stuff that passes is like yeah. not really shown. And that's why I like, I know I try to be, and I feel like sometimes I need to tone down a little bit. I really try to be honest about where I'm at with things because I feel like what good does that do anybody? Like if you show people the de- just the destination and not any part of the journey, like people just see the destination. They only focus on the destination. I'm like, yeah. there's a journey that is involved in every single destination kind of thing. Um, creatively, whatever. I still compare myself to people all the time. I especially gar- like, being a girl just looks wise. I compare myself to people all the time. I've really struggled with like self-worth a lot, a lot, which is funny. Cause you think after a certain point you hit, you hit your stride and you get over it. And like, it's like a constant battle for me. Um, and even in my work, like I see things and I'll, I'll do things. And I think I struggle with the standard of like, Oh, am I good based on these people's standard of me? Or am I good based on what the standard should be? I don't know. I find it so hard to get past. Like, like it's one thing to have those thoughts, and then, like, I feel like I need to, I need to stop saying, like, um, get through that point of letting those thoughts take action. So, for instance, like, I feel really stuck right now with photography, stuck in comparison. And it makes me just want to stop, like, stop showing people what I'm doing and just stop taking pictures, even though it's what I love. And I know that I will have a very successful career out of it. But there are so many photographers these days. Can I get an amen? Amen. And so it's like, it's so, so, so hard not to get stuck in comparison because every single person, whether they're a photographer or not, knows slash follows at least 10 other ones. And so it's just so hard for me to be like, well, why would I put this out? Because it's not the best. And I think, I guess I just need to be okay with not being the best and not I, let it like crush me and give up. Yeah. And, and I think it's really like, I think you hit the nail on the head. You, it's easy to look at what everyone else is doing or see what other people are doing and, and set that as your standard. But I feel like the standard for you has to be what your best is. 
my best on a Sunday afternoon and Serena Williams' best on a Sunday afternoon. Two very different <laughs> bests. Okay. Like I'm not Serena Williams and Serena Williams, not me. Uh, and so uh, like, I think I had to reach that point. Like I can't compare my best to someone who's at a different stage of life than I am. Yeah. So like I could stand here and I can watch an Olympic athlete do Olympic athlete level work. And then I sit here and get frustrated because my standard isn't the same. Like I'm not reaching their standard, but their life and their journey is at a very different place than mine is. So that's not fair to me or to them to really hold myself to the same standard as someone who's in a very different place of their life. And, um, I don't know. I think about it. I use this analogy all the time. It'd be like, I think it comes down to like expectation. Like I could sit here and I could look at you and be like, Annabelle, I expect you to grow a watermelon out of your belly button. I expect it. And I would be, I think disappointed to know that you cannot do that. You can't. And, but that's the thing. Like I will be heavily disappointed every day of my life. If I sat here expecting her to do something she physically cannot do. And it would be unfair for me to put that expectation on her to do something she physically can't do. Okay. And so I just feel like we look at ourselves and we compare ourselves to other people and we're just not built for what they do or we're gifted in a different way. It doesn't mean we don't have a high standard for ourselves. It just means that we need to figure out what our high standard is for ourselves, what we personally want to be portrayed as and, and continue to challenge us. I'm not saying the people around you can't challenge you. I think there's health, there's health in being challenged. I just think comparison, um, is where it gets really unhealthy. I so this week, Chavi Bozeman passed away, and I just think about. I, I remember what I re- I've read about him having his cancer. He's had cancer for four years, and he's filmed like ten to twelve movies in four years. Ten to twelve movies That's acting insane. in them, and not many people knew he had cancer. He had every right to care extra about himself and his family, and just say, "I'm done doing this," but because he cared about the craft so much. Um, he kept on working hard and he just yeah. didn't complain. And for me, I was like, I can barely get out of bed at seven thirty in the morning to walk my dog without complaining about like uh, whatever being stressed or being overwhelmed and just seeing the work ethic that took the work ethic he had and the passion he had, yeah. the purpose he had. He wasn't just driven by success. He was driven by like, when you do something like that, you're just not driven by success anymore. You're driven by, cause you're passionate about the thing you care yeah. And you have a high degree of excellence in what you do. And that challenged me like, man, like I need to push harder. I really do. And I don't know. I think that's the difference between comparison and challenging. Comparison keeps you stuck in your head and a challenge keeps you moving forward. And when you're challenged, you keep moving forward and you improve and you grow. When you compare, you just get stuck in yourself and you recede and you stay stagnant at one spot. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like every different like season of life gone through like different areas of comparison and like you said, it never ends. Like you think it will. Like, I wish I could be like, oh yeah, I know that when I get to 30 years old, I will have it all figured out and I will just be okay with who I am and be confident. And like I literally, (laughs) I pray that's true, but, and just like celebrating those things in itself. Like I was talking to somebody who I really value yesterday about this. And she was like, why are you so hard on yourself? Why don't you just celebrate what you have done and the work you are creating and that the person you are right now and like why she's like, you're being very mean to yourself right yeah, now. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be that mean to anyone else. You need to stop. Yeah. And she was just, it was just very true. I don't know. I've been thinking about that conversation a lot, like all day today. And this morning just had like a very quiet morning, just kind of thinking about things and 
yeah, I feel like it is a lot to do with perspective. Yeah. And I think comparison can come a lot to as much as you think it's looking at other people. It's actually when you're focusing so much on yourself Yeah, and the time. more you're being selfish and keeping your eyes on yourself, you're going to become more insecure and be like, well, why aren't I like them? Oh, Whereas yeah. if you just focus on like, wow, these other people are doing great. Good for them. And actually looking at other people in a way of like, wow, I wonder how I can be friends with them or how I can learn from them or how I can love them right. or pray for them, whatever it is, then it's just a whole nother game. I was in Muay Thai this week. <laughs> it's always a Muay Thai thing because they call me out. It's funny. Like it's, even the simple things like that, there's so many things about my personality that come out in an environment like that, which I don't understand why, but same thing. We were fighting this Friday. I didn't get hit in the face this time, thankfully. And um, Rob, one of the advanced students, he's so nice. But we'll we'll get into a fight. We'll be ten seconds into it, and he can read my face. And he's like, "Why? What are you thinking about? Like, why are you? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "How can you read it on my face? Like, I don't understand. You can read it." And every time I finish something, he's like, "You gotta stop beating yourself up. You can read it all over your face that you're beating yourself up." He's like, "Stop shaking your head every time you do something wrong. It's okay. Like, you're learning. You just figure it out and enjoy your enjoy the learning process. Don't sit here and beat yourself up because you did stuff wrong. You're never gonna you're gonna hate it. You're gonna hate every second of it. Yeah, everyone's their own worst critic, man. And truly, a lot of the time we're doing bet. Eh, I don't know. A lot of the time when you feel like you're beating yourself up, you're actually doing a better job." Than you think you are, but then there are people who are just ignorant and think they're doing a great job and yeah. really suck. And <laughs> at like, the same time, there's people that compare themselves to us too. Like I, I, I assume so. Which like, is hard to believe. Which, which is, is hard, hard to believe. To but like about. everyone's yeah. and the same way that people we're comparing ourselves to, they probably are comparing themselves to other people too. Like I know this one time I was in um, a situation where I was just kind of sharing my life story. Yeah, and this girl came up to me afterwards. She was like, wow, I really didn't like you before because I thought you were like this perfect little white peppy girl. And then I heard that you had a really, you were pretty messed up too. And so, yeah, we can be friends now. Oh, nice. And basically she had like compared herself to me, felt like she wasn't, she told me she didn't feel like she was good enough to be friends with me. Yeah. And then actually took a chance to listen to where... I was in life and she was like, huh, she's messed up. We can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was good. My Enneagram 7 is coming out. Can we please stop being serious now? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry. That came across very aggressive. We're trying to run away. You don't want one to have a serious <laughs> I conversation. Know, I did, but now it's just been a lot and I'm just realizing how vulnerable I was. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Sick. <laughs> want to go get a tattoo? Let's go. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. Actually, I think we're at the we're at the end of our time, Annabelle. Wow. This is sad. This is the highlight of my week. This is fun. This is a fun time. Um, but we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening every week. Thank um, you for those of you who have been posting and sharing yeah. about this. It really means a lot, truly. We honestly have a, the best time. And I love when people like, I had a, someone la- reach out to me last week about the Disney thing and asking what the method was. Awesome. And- oh my gosh. No, I had the best one i was at um um someone's house for dinner we were gonna watch church together and the second i walked into the house she goes okay annabelle this is where the restroom is because she had listened to episode (laughs) one and heard my fear about going to people's houses and i literally looked at her and i went oh my goodness i didn't even drink any water on the way here which i normally do yeah i was like because i was so nervous that i wouldn't know where the restroom was. wait stop are you serious yeah oh my goodness Yeah, no, I have people reach out about that. I have people um, say they also have male FOMO. Oh, male, we love your M-A-I- feedback, guys. M-A-I-L FOMO. <laughs> Sorry, I should really probably clarify. Oh my gosh. Thank you for, <laughs> Thank like you for listening to the Walsh Ever podcast. podcast. I can't recover. We'll see, you guys. we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We love you guys.